Hello and welcome. What's the name of our podcast? <laughs> Man, I just say like I would just be like super enthusiastic podcast and be like, hey, welcome to our podcast in a pear tree. <laughs> welcome to Podcast in a Pear Tree. I'm Aaron Lee and I have a PhD in Christmas from Frosty the Snowman University in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm here with my Christmas cohort, Danielle and Samantha. Samantha, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Samantha, and I have a PhD in holiday decorative arts and design from Yuletide University in Evergreen, Colorado. Yuletide! Woohoo, Danielle! Woo-hoo. Yeah, my name's Danielle. I am a postdoc researcher in Merriment. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fellowship, so that means I can do whatever I want. <laughs> nice! Yes. I love it. Well, we're here to talk in our first episode about the lovely Hallmark film, Next Stop Christmas. Really, really enjoyed this one, guys. How about you? I was surprised at how much I did enjoy it. I had some expectations because of the Back to the Future element, which we get to. um, Yes. Lloyd and Leah Thompson. So um, I did enjoy and um, it filled all of my holiday um, wishes. Yeah, some things were expected, you know, it felt formulaic, but then some things were like, oh, that's a little different. Okay, I like that. I Mm -hmm. could go for that. Well, let's give the folks (laughs) at home a little synopsis about the film. Next Up Christmas is about a young yet accomplished neurosurgeon named Angie Reynolds, uh, who's played by Lindsay Fonseca. And after finishing a surgery in mid-December, she wants nothing more than to just go home and relax, but life gets in the way. Her family calls, lays on a guilt trip trying to get her to come home for Christmas. Her co-workers want her to go out for drinks, yada da, you know the drill. <laughs> she finally goes out for drinks and who do you think she meets in the bar? A blast from her past, a family friend from back home. I have to just like dive right in here. Dive in, she, dive in. When she reconnects with um her blast from the past and then she, you know, has to catch her train back to her apartment. Her friend that she's with is like, um, you know what? I'll get a drink with you after he asked her if she wants to get a drink. She's like, no, I got to go home. I got to catch my train. And her friend's like, I'm up for it. And then hangs out with him (laughs) and his friends. Anyways, I digress. But um, so after that, she, you know, she goes to Grand Central train station because this takes place in Manhattan. And um she meets a very special um magical man in <laughs> when she's buying her train ticket <laughs> and um he sells her this ticket to get on this um train you know back to yonkers where she's going where she lives and it's actually taking her back to 2011 to her hometown let's just just call it out she meets basically like the doc from the she, future she like, meets doc brown she meets doc brown yeah like an, i mean an older less kooky doc <laughs> yeah. brown like i'm Is he really that much he's... less kooky was, you know, <laughs> cryptic you know i love i love it about it and also things to sprinkle in in addition to meeting the blast from the past ben by the way we also see all of these these posters and like the broadcast of like her former flame tyler grant First mm-hmm. and last name, Tyler Grant. Um, He's I don't know. Super any, famous. Super famous sportscaster. I don't even remember anybody else's last names except for his because they said it so many times. I but, think it's because he's on the news. You know how you always have to say like first and last names of people that are on TV like that? I don't know that. Maybe that's why. This is too logical, Samantha. Let's go with my <laughs> <laughs> 
lack this of... is hallmark channel yeah. logic gets thrown out the window yes that is that is one of the hallmark rules so they are on the train thinking she's going to Yonkers but then she like many people if you're from the city and you are in public transportation and you know you have a long ride ahead you take a nap you mm-hmm. close your eyes and you were like it's gonna be fine even though it's probably unsafe because she is uh by herself and on public transportation but whatever again logic goes <laughs> out the window so she I just want to say eyes. about that I just want to say about this real quick. I was so jealous because she closed her eyes and was asleep in a hot second. I know. I <laughs> wish I could do that. <laughs> she was like, Very boom, true. boom. <laughs> she must have been real tired after that surgery in the that hospital. That surgery was exhausting. Those things can last 12, 13 hours. Well, let's face Apparently. it. She went and had a holiday drink too, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. The combination just set the stage for a complete conk out on the train and at that point she didn't even question the fact that oh i have this golden ticket that no one else has <laughs> just, she thought it was a holiday it. promotion <laughs> and the conduct the guy who was checking the ticket was like yeah i guess so no one told me about <laughs> they didn't it tell us. i'm like that's important information sir you need to know what the tickets look like so she, she goes to sleep she wakes up and then all of a sudden the train looks different she's with tyler grant and she's just confused of course and then she starts to realize that she's not on the same train she boarded. I know she's realize. on a train with special Christmas donuts. And yes. I also want to get on a train with special Christmas donuts. All of a sudden it transformed and it was like holiday decorations everywhere. There were presents up on the top where you put your luggage. Like <laughs> what kind of Christmas train is this? Then when she goes into the dining car and sees Christopher Lloyd and then he's having like Santa Claus donuts, like. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, I just realized we never learned his name. He's just like mysterious character. So I'm just going to refer to him as Doc Brown. So okay. Doc Brown, <laughs> she meets up with Doc Brown, and she's like trying to figure out what's going on. He's like, well, he's like, you want to go back home? And then she pulls out her ticket and half of her ticket is missing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you can't get home until you get that return ticket. She's like, what? She tries to figure out what the heck is happening. And she's, she starts to realize that she's gone back in time. It's 2011. Mm-hmm. And so now she's on her way also to Connecticut, which is where her home is and her family and here she is blast from the past christmas happening right now and it goes it goes they're a family gathering and it's she's trying to figure out how she can get home and Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what decisions she has to make to i guess redo this christmas i don't know how quickly she like recognized that but yeah it's kind of like the classic groundhog day type scenario here where she's got to figure out what she has to fix from her past and there's so many things that she might have to fix she might have to say yes to tyler grant's proposal she might Mm -hmm. have to get her mom and dad back together because Mm -hmm. this was the christmas where they started drifting apart Mm -hmm. or she might have to do something for herself and find her own true love Ooh, Ooh, foreshadowing all the things all the things things. in the beginning she's like you know all i want this year is just a nice quiet christmas alone and i was like who wants that even if i I didn't want to see my family i'm not going to be spending christmas by myself like that's the weirdest thing ever but whatever one thing that doc brown did say to her when she bought that ticket, he was like, mm, well, Christmas finds you wherever you are. And he was being like really mysterious. So I like that aspect of it. He's planting a lot of magic and, and she was just like really weirded out by all of that. 
I have a personal share for you too. Christmas has found me. <laughs> it's found me too. Because of this movie? <laughs> Not because of this movie, but you know, it takes a different amount of time each year. Sometimes Christmas finds me really early mm-hmm. and it's like Halloween's over and I'm in it. Yeah. This year it took a while, but it's found me. I'm there. I'm there for Christmas. Me too. I usually get there Thanksgiving weekend if I'm not already there. This is the weekend it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good time. So our heroine, Angie, keeps trying to figure out what she needs to fix in her family's lives. And she keeps falling asleep and ending up back on the train. Did you guys Uh, like the magic of half the tickets disappearing? It almost reminded me of um, Back to the Future um, 2, where the almanac kept changing, was like changing and stuff. I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of Or Back to the Future 1. Yeah. Or the photo. Yeah. Where the photo keeps. Yeah. The photo of the siblings. I I I felt like there was a lot of. Not the execution. (laughs) Right. Good. I just thought there was a lot of little nods to Back to the Future, and I really liked that. I did like the whole, like, so at some point, she, I, and and I, I, I realized we didn't talk about this, but in the, the current time, she and Tyler are not together, and then she has her friend, Ben, who he turns into a corporate lawyer, and she thought he'd always practice family law, and and then her parents are not together. And so now she's back in 2011 and there's an opportunity here to like undo all of these things. And so of course she runs into Ben again and he's Santa and is kind of nerdy, still trying to figure out she's still in medical school, like all of these things, which is pretty powerful. But I love how there's a part where she's like, I have to tell somebody because <laughs> so I'm circling it back. It's going to come back to this back to the future reference. And she's like, okay, I can tell Ben. And she goes to Ben, she's like, I am from the future. And I was like, yes, clear <laughs> reference. Thank so you. Good. So good. I loved it. And then he came back with a Terminator reference. And- he did. He did. <laughs> I love that. I was like, see, this is who you're supposed to be with. Because his response was another movie reference. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love That's that. That's true love. That's true love. True yeah. love. How she didn't know right away. I don't know. Oh my gosh. It took her forever. Uh, she yeah. was so deep into the friend zone that she could never dig him out. Like, what's it got to do? Once you're in the friend zone, it's hard to dig yourself out. I know it really is, but it was like every single person in her family had to tell her. It was like so ridiculous. I mean, she got to that point where, like, when Tyler was supposed to propose to her and then she. And then he didn't. And so she's like, something must be wrong. Oh, it's because now he's threatened by you, Ben. So I need to find you a fake girlfriend. So he's not like, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm so glad you brought up Chloe, the fake girlfriend, because (laughs) I have to say, I loved this actress. I thought she did a great job in this role. She, her job was to be annoying. Mm -hmm. And she did such a good job. I want to watch some other things that she's done maybe and see if she's always annoying. Allie Trim is her name. Allie Trim. Are you um, annoying Allie or are you? Are you <laughs> Allie, are you annoying yourself or did you do a good job? That is, I'm glad you said that because I actually, she was, I was annoyed by her. So I guess she did her job. Like I was very like, annoyed. Getting back to Tyler Grant, didn't you feel that the casting was perfect. I thought he was cute enough. Aww, to be believable. Yeah. He was cute yeah. enough to be believable as her boyfriend, but also douchey enough to be on the news and like that <laughs> sort of aspect of it. I thought, I don't know. I thought the casting for him was perfect. 
I agree. I thought he was yeah. very well cast. Yeah. I have to say, I did not love Chandler Massey as Ben Lee. I just didn't buy him in the mm. role. Mm. Um, Interesting. And uh, I like to recast the movies sometimes, like say, oh, <laughs> they should have switched roles. Yes. And I think oh. this is a case where the brother-in-law who was played by Nicholas Delaney and Chandler oh. Massey should have oh, switched interesting. roles. I feel interesting. that. Oh. I'm down with that idea. That um, could have been really good. I think it would have been really good for Nicholas Delaney and then Ch- Chandler Massey just would have had a smaller part, thank goodness. <laughs> Oh, you know, now that you mention it, that actor was a little underrated in that storyline. Of the three parallel storylines, I feel like the sister dynamic was probably like, they just threw that in there. Yes. And so as a result, like the sister and her husband and the son were super minor characters, but there could have been also more there. But it's just, there are too many, that and the parent dynamic, there are just too many things that, gonna, that so were going to be things. happening. I agree. But the thing that really stuck out about Nicholas Delaney's performance for me was the fact that he was just such a caregiver to his oh, wife yeah. and to right. his son. Like so that solid. was his one true goal was just mm-hmm. to be there and to be the best dad and father he could be. And, and I loved that. That's what I'm looking for in a Hallmark movie or a Christmas movie. It's just somebody who's there to be the best that they can be. Yeah. That was, that was deep, Aaron Lee. I just got deep. That was really deep. That was really deep. So recast, we could recast Ben. Um, I, I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to that. I think Ben was cool, but I think it could have been probably anybody else. It was, he was kind yeah. of like a, the actor himself. The character was unique, but the, the, acting. the actor could have been pretty much anyone. I mean, yeah. I knew it when he first appeared on screen because he touched his glasses twice in 25 <laughs> seconds. Like, oh, man. You know, you don't touch your glasses that much. No, but I did like that they added glasses because I... I felt it made him look cuter when he was older and it changed him a little bit. But, wow. you know, that role could have been, I mean, that could have been Chad Michael Murray. It could have been, you know what I mean? It could have been like somebody else too, you know, like just a nice guy finishing last, but then in the end gets the girl, you know, I agree, Aaron yeah. Lee. Let's talk about the ages here, because this is something that really kind of stuck out to me. We're talking about 2011 and 2021. And in 2021, Chandler Massey's a corporate attorney and Lindsay Fonseca's a neurosurgeon. Takes a long time to get to those jobs. And they are too young. These actors are in their early 30s. They're really too young to be a neurosurgeon and a a top-notch corporate attorney at this point. Yet, if we look at 10 years ago, when they're still in med school and still trying to get to law school, they're way too old. <laughs> you needed to find people who were in their 40s or in their early 20s for this. Why did we cut the difference? They don't look right in either time frame. <laughs> they don't. Oh. I, I was okay with it. I don't know why. It's because of the, <laughs> the defying logic thing. You just yeah, believe well, it. That's true. We just believe it. It's defies the logic. They say say, it, so it must be true. I will say, though, they did a good job of their props for 2011. Like, I looked up the cell phone she used. That was a iPhone 4S. Wow. You are devoted. Because I was like, wait a minute. Is that an iPhone 8 or what is she using? Because she was kept referencing how old her phone was. And then Tyler Grant was also using a flip phone. So I thought that was good. And then um, the family kept taking photos with those giant iPads, like the first generation yes. iPads that are like gigantic. 
So I thought it was that was an early really Christmas good. present. Yeah. Oh wow. That's yeah, so I, I bought Noted. into the 2011 technology. That makes me feel sad because I have an iPhone 8. Are you? So no, I have 20... looks, <laughs> that's the thing, Danielle. It looks just like your phone. And so I was like, wait, did they do the phone properly? I need to look up the technology. And I was like, okay, okay. Maybe that's an iPhone 4. Because <laughs> it looks like your phone, but smaller. Yes. Okay. Smaller. Yeah. So can we get into um, the biggest name in this besides Christopher Lloyd, um, Leah Thompson? Leah Thompson! Yeah! Who doesn't Aww. love Leah Thompson? Oh my gosh. She's so great. Did Do you think that they had to tell her that she needed to be like a, you know, like a cheesy downtrodden mom because like she's a very serious <laughs> actress like in the 80s, like a really big name. And I felt like she was like one of those cheesy Hallmark actresses. Like she played that part really well. She did. She like ran with it and there was no looking back. I was I was proud of her for that. And it it was just like, uh, I, I connected. I did, I felt it was genuine, especially because her husband was drifting away and she was just trying to deal with that in 2011. Just so, so beautiful. I really, I felt it. I felt oh my it. gosh. And can we just like talk about the husband for instance? Like oh, I... I couldn't believe it. He was like, you know, I'm really into my magazines. Don't even want to sit next to my wife. <laughs> I like to go out. She likes to stay in. I was like, what is going on in their marriage? Like, is he, you know, got some sort of woman from Scottsdale? Yeah, he likes to go out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. it's Hallmark, but he likes to go out. He likes yeah. to go out. They you do their marriage separately. They don't chat anymore. They had a really hard time with their empty nesting after all the kids left. Like, there's a lot going on in that relationship. There is a lot going on in that relationship. And that was kind of fun, you know, to see Lindsay come back and try and fix that, try and coax her dad over to the couch to sit with her mom. Yeah, and I love how they recreated their the way they met at that party. So yeah. cute. That was so Ooh, adorable. You could dodge a divorce with a red dress. <laughs> That's all it took. That's- that's the name of your next novel, Samantha. Dodge a divorce with a red dress. And some really old carolers, apparently. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's talk about the carolers. Let's talk about the carolers. Those were Dickensian carolers, <laughs> not Victorian carolers. What the hell is a Victorian caroler? You tell me. That was. That I don't was... know. They're Dickensian. I don't. Come on, people. <laughs> Small details, small details. It's a Hallmark (laughs) film. Small, okay, small details. You want me to go small details? How about this? That four-year-old can read the sign Santa's workshop from 35 yards away. Good point, good point. The kid, that that kid was like on top of things, honestly. Like he could be like really sad and like, oh, I want a sibling. (laughs) Very like serious kid at the same time balancing with trying to not be like superficial. It was- interesting kid I wish they would have gotten into what they did for a living because like did you see their house like how gigantic it was and there were a lot of Christmas wreaths and I'll tell you something Christmas wreaths are not cheap (laughs) and every and they had one in every single window (laughs) and they also had them lit up how did they get that many outlets 
I don't know, but that's why the dad had to go out there and like fix some stuff. He seemed really like wholesome into his family back then. So like the way he was drifting away from that family, I'm like, what's going doing, on? Who is doing the decorations now that he's gone? <laughs> Good thing they're back together. I will say when the dad at some point in 2011 was climbing up on the rooftop, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are we going to introduce a really dangerous dynamic here? Is he going <laughs> to fall off the roof or something? Thankfully, they didn't go that route, but I was ready for it. It's a Hallmark movie. You never know what route they're going to take. They go there sometimes. Yeah, that could have been like a whole head injury with a memory thing that we don't even know yep. about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we really would have had a Back to the Future original moment. So like when he Night fell off his toilet. Inventing yeah. the flux capacitor. Or that. I was thinking more so the Leah Thompson's character, like falling in love with her husband. Oh, I love that. What did you guys think of Aunt Mert? Also, what is that name? <laughs> Mert? Yeah. That's, well, I'm guessing it's short for Myrtle. <laughs> I hope so, because I'm like, which, I, how did you know that? that? Did you look that up? Is, it's a name of yore. <laughs> oh. Not many kids named Myrtle anymore. No. Uh, I hate to say it. The best I can say about Aunt Mert is forgettable. Really? I felt like like she was like like, going hard on Tyler Grant. She was like, yeah, he's on his phone. You should marry your best friend. What are you doing? (laughs) You know what? We also need to talk about one of our other rules about a uh, Hallmark Christmas movie is there's a tree lighting. They have tree lighting in this, but it was just the star on top of the tree i know how weird you're supposed to light up the whole tree i don't want to show up in the town square with the snow (laughs) coming down and see a fully lit tree and watch the star turn on i know the star has sparklers and fireworks which sounds very dangerous near a tree (laughs) because that's a tree it's wood it's just kindling That was weird too. From a star lighting to a Christmas bonfire, which I am not against a Christmas bonfire. That could be fun. (laughs) That would be one of those radical Hallmark movies. (laughs) Christmas bonfire (laughs) in lieu of a tree lighting. I mean, did they call it though a tree lighting or do they call it something else? Yeah, they called it the star lighting. Yeah. Ah, Okay. We're just saying that's weird. Why is that like a thing in their town? Just own it. It's a Christmas tree lighting. Go to the town square and light up the Christmas tree. Very true. So one of our other rules is that there has to be a snowball fight. Snowball fights are mandatory, and we did have a snowball fight. Kinda, yeah, movie. yeah. And it was a snowball fight with a twist. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I loved this twist. I thought this was adorable. Tyler Grant proposed to Angie by putting the ring in a snowball and throwing it at her. Cute or sick? Cute. I think cute. that's a great idea. Very I think cute. more men should do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really I, large box, I will say, though, because I was like, that is a huge box in that snowball. But, you know, logic out the window. Logic but, out the window, but worth it in this case because it was really adorable and something I haven't seen. I haven't seen it either. And I also love that she got punked on thinking that he was going to do the champagne glass thing again and he didn't do it. And then she was really weirded out and then he did it with the snowball. So I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. It was a twist for her and a twist for me. What do we think about like the whole sister dynamic? Well, I thought it was weird in the beginning when anytime anybody wanted to change the subject, they brought up like, oh, how's your sister doing with that adoption thing? Like, (laughs) oh, but it's like- That's your go-to get out of this (laughs) 
this is my transition out of this conversation talking about your sister's fertility like (laughs) it was a added storyline but I felt like they kept bringing it up like a million times even like you said Danielle they made the child even bring it up like I want a little brother or sister yeah (laughs) it was so and and thankfully in the end it ended up working out in the corrected timeline they have an adopted niece which is beautiful Mm -hmm. it's all because Ben became a family attorney instead of a corporate attorney and was able to cut through the red tape for them going to the movie rules that someone leaves the big city for the small town and doesn't come back technically Mm -hmm. angie goes back to the city and she's still in the city and with ben with ben in the city yeah Yeah, it it did not adhere to the rule that see we talked about this movie breaking some of the rules yes that is the exception they both went back to the city together who besides me noticed at aunt mark's party angie was wearing a burgundy dress and ben was wearing like a burgundy sweater vest they've had the same color on Whoa, I need to go back and look at that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really like that. I was too focused on Leah Thompson's dress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Her her wearing the dress from when she first met her husband, that red dress. I was also surprised if she can still fit in that dress. I mean, who could fit into the clothes that they wore 10 years ago? She's timeless. That's why. Not even 10 years ago, because it was 10 years ago. Oh, it was like 30 30, years ago. Yeah, she's timeless. (laughs) She is timeless, though. She defies the time. And, and what she does defy the time did that dress defy the time was that dress in style 40 years ago i think it was cutting I, edge yeah i think that was a timeless look okay let's just comment on all the fashion that's happening in this movie <laughs> my mom was paying attention and she was like i really like her sweater Angie." <laughs> she's like i want one like that and i was like i want that for christmas okay yeah i want the also the jacket she's wearing it's green but i want it in red i was like okay <laughs> This is honestly a missed opportunity for Hallmark because they have hardcore fans. They should have a catalog where you can buy everything you see true. in these movies. That's oh my so God, true. you're so right. That's is it because so you like, have that thing with Balsam Hill? They do have a thing with Balsam Hill, clearly. And I want all of Balsam Hill. They should just bring their warehouse to my apartment. <laughs> and I'll invite you over, Samantha, to create beauty and Christmas Nothing feelings. would thrill me more, honestly. I'll take a day off. I'll take a weekend off to do that for you. <laughs> love it they only do decor though right they don't do attire balsam hill doesn't do attire and hallmark does do if you look at some of their older movies when they propose and they open up the box you'll notice that it says hallmark so they do have a jewelry line or at least they did at one point Speaking of boxes, jewelry boxes, um, what'd you guys oh, think about yes. Francie the snowman box? There was a How note. did she not see that note? Where did he put it? Like inside the lining? Like where did he well, put Apparently the out? sister really paid attention because she's the one who found it. <laughs> like I was so weirded out by that. Like it's why did like, like if you want somebody that? to find it, you don't put it inside the lining. <laughs> so how did she not read that note? And let me just make this assumption like many years later that you did read it and you decided to reject my feelings. Did you guys catch when Tyler Grant asked her if she dated Ben before and she said, oh, no, no. And then all of a sudden they're outside talking about their past relationship and why it didn't work. I was like, oh, she totally lied to Tyler Grant. She is trying to just spin it at this point or at that point. So convinced that she was not meant to be with Ben. Right, right. So like convinced. he was so far in the friend zone, it's like not even worth mentioning that they tried to date and it didn't work. But she, but at the end of the movie, in that last like 10 minutes, she came to terms real quick. She's like, oh, yes, it's you. I love you forever. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what did 
did you guys think about that that scene where she's trying to catch the train she tells him over the phone and then all of a sudden he's like where are you like he's like trying to get there as fast as he can and I was really worried for him because he was driving really fast on that ice and (laughs) I thought where is this going is this going to be a car accident situation and then I don't know but like he sees the train that's what that's kind of what got me and I know logic goes out the window but this whole time she's had to tell him about the future and tell him about this and that he hasn't seen any of it but he gets there in time to see the train go into the vortex yeah it's like what at least he like uh, he saw the craziness that's happening but he had to wait 10 years for this dinner date like really they've done that before there's another hallmark movie where he like catches a scarf when she's on a merry-go-round and she he has to wait five years i don't remember (laughs) what that one's called but there's they've done that before oh my god i love what you just said so much (laughs) i had to wait five years for a scarf here's my thing with that whole scene and it's kind of my beef with hallmark and some of these christmas movies is that i feel like they spend a lot of time on certain elements that they could probably wrap up and then in the end it's like all of a sudden they figure out oh shoot we have to end this now because we're almost at two hours (laughs) yes and so (laughs) we're gonna do this really fast we tie we tie up the loose ends as fast as we can and then all of a sudden it's like bam we're in love and it's over i just felt like that last scene with the train thing and i thought well you know doc brown he really wants her to find love and solve this whole thing but he is not gonna wait for her to like (laughs) in person she's gonna she has to get on this train right now he's not gonna wait and then i felt like they should have talked in person before she got on the train i don't know if someone called you on the phone danielle and like and they were like hey in 10 years meet me at this restaurant at midnight on christmas eve like are you gonna remember that i was like is he gonna write this down he's in the car like how is he gonna remember and especially if they had already his iphone oh yeah right his flip phone and hopefully evolved over time i i just the fact that if they were already dating and again logic out the window yes i get it but it's just like oh they've already been dating then he remembered this night out of all the okay that's 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 nice um and i i I do i mean they do end up getting engaged which i don't also i don't know if anybody small details in this movie the very very last scene we see doc brown sitting getting his shoes shined and he has a newspaper did anybody pay attention to what was on the newspaper yes oh yes i did okay yes we got it so it turns out that tyler grant also gets engaged and it's on the newspaper so happy endings for all now before we go real quick i just because there's animal lovers out there oh yes it was boomer the dog so I want to ask about him. He was cute, How but cute like, was there, Boomer the dog? Was there a thing like that I missed, or just he was just there to be cute? I think well, he was just there imagine, to be adorable. He was so cute, but also imagine he's probably no longer living. So going back, seeing your dog at home, he must have been like a really old dog if he was still alive, like in 2021. Yeah, because we mean? never saw the hometown in 2021. Mm-mm. That's true. So it's like, cool. Like she shows up and she's like, oh my gosh, it's Boomer. She probably hasn't seen him in a long time. So I'll I'll chalk it up to just adorableness because they would cut scenes and he'd be following everybody around. I'm like, oh, cute. Wait, are you part of the mysticalness of this movie? Like what's going on? Yeah. I, I think just it- thought- one of the cutest dogs ever and i think he is probably like not around anymore that's why it's magical mm. <laughs> that's oh, okay. just my personal take 
I appreciate that. Should we get into our thoughts on this one? Like um, what we want to rate it as far as like, should we recommend it? I am going to belly up to the bar and then watch this with some friends. It was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't eyes glued to the TV. Yeah, I agree. It had a lot of great elements to it, but I feel like I've watched um, a Hallmark uh, new film for the season that I liked better already. And I've only watched like three. Samantha, are you bellying up to the bar and watching this with friends too? Or yeah. you watch it while you're wrapping Christmas presents? No, no, I'll belly up to the bar because I felt like I enjoyed the storyline. But I will say if it didn't have the Back to the Future elements and it didn't have Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it would have been further down on the list for me. Same. Yeah, I think this is it's nice to kind of like chat with others about it because then you can be nostalgic about those yes. references and talking through the defying logic out loud with other people. But I probably only need to watch it once. I don't think I need to rewatch it. That's a good so, that's a good point. So Danielle, you're bellying up to the bar and watching it with friends too. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. now. Except we don't have <laughs> drinks, but yes. <laughs> we should have drinks. <laughs> I want one of those holiday drinks that we're drinking at the bar. Was it like a cranberry martini with like some it rosemary? It was a Cosmo it? with a sprig of rosemary in it. Yeah, it looked delicious. You remember that? So I heard like, They're having holiday drinks. That sounds nice. I know we should be closing out, but I did want to point one thing we didn't talk about, hmm. which is the fact that our... A lead character had an atypical job, which was very refreshing. Being a doctor mm-hmm. and had a special, like a specialization that was very atypical. I appreciated that. So moving in the right direction, Hallmark. Good job. Way to go, Hallmark. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Thank you for joining us for a podcast in a pear tree. Find us wherever you find your podcasts. <laughs> Click like and subscribe <laughs> and give us a five-star review. Yes, please.